0: take your bibles uh this morning uh and turn uh to psalms uh 66 uh psalm 66 uh we began uh actually um two and a half weeks ago we kind of prefaced this series with uh, first thessalonians 5 18. Uh, it was there that Paul told the church uh, at Thessalonica, he said that in everything uh, that we ought to give thanks, he said in everything, not some things, not a few things, not a couple things, but he said in everything that we ought to give thanks, why? Because it is God's will uh, in Christ Jesus concerning you. And uh, oftentimes people will say, hey, what what's God's will? You, you, you know, to me, and I, I don't know God's will Uh, And certainly God's will can make up a whole lot of things. But this one thing uh, I do know for you, uh, as well as for myself, uh, is that God's will uh, is for us uh, to be a people that give thanks in everything uh, that we have uh, in this life. And so I entitled this series, uh, Thinks Living. Uh, Last week, we looked at all times, at all times, uh, there ought to be a praise continually upon our lips, at all times no allowance uh, for anything else and throughout we see these words uh, everything we see these words all they are all inclusive words and when you read the word of God it's clear that there are different seasons in life in fact we know that Solomon himself uh, tells us that it is appointed time for everything under the sun in other words uh, sometimes you're gonna feel like a nut and sometimes you're not Sometimes you're going to be up, sometimes you're going to be down, sometimes you're going to be on top of the mountain, and sometimes you're going to be walking in the valley. Sometimes you're going to feel good, sometimes you're going to feel bad, sometimes you're going to be glad, sometimes you are going to be sad. But the one thing that the Bible uh, truly makes an affirmation, an unlimited allowance for, and this one thing is true continually throughout the pages... Uh, of this holy book, this inspired word, this revelation that we get for God, is that we ought to always be given praise. We ought to always be giving uh, thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Last week, uh, we talked about David said that I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. The Bible at another point says that from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord should be praised. In other words, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, that, that the Lord's name is to be praised. The Apostle Paul wrote, rejoice in the Lord. And he used the word always. I mean, so once again, there's no allowance here. He says, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, the New Testament reads, in all things we ought to give God thanks. Give God thanks and praise in all things. Give God praise for all the things that he has brought you through. Uh, Give him thanks for what he has brought you to and celebrate what it is that God is going to do in the future of your life. He has a plan for you. Uh, He has a hope for you. He has an answer for you. The Bible also tells us that the steadfastness, tells us that the steadfast faithfulness of the Lord never ceases. Thanks God that his mercies, they endure forever. And that his love is unconditional and his grace knows no bounds. And we need to celebrate this morning the past that is behind you and the future that is in front of you. And we need to realize that it is a a good day. It is a very good day, not just a good day, not even just a very good day, but it is a great day to be alive. Amen? Amen. How many of y'all would rather be alive today than dead? Yeah, Yeah, that's most of y'all. I see some of y'all didn't say amen on that, but uh, we'll see how that works out for you. But um, (laughs) listen, in Psalms 66, as David so often does uh, in the Bible, is David generally in his writings, not always, but... A lot of times, David in his writings, he gives prescriptions, he gives formulas, he gives plans, he, he gives us steps. He, 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 he's, he starts uh, with the verse, but then as he continues on uh, in the verses, he generally sets up uh, what he wants for us to unpack uh, in uh, the text to which we are reading and when it comes to fulfillment of life, I believe that King David had a, a, a PhD. I believe that uh, he had a, a science of art degree uh, when it came to fulfillment in life. And he has a formula uh, that never failed. He has prescriptions that, that he wants to teach us uh, how we ought to live life. And so last week, we, we, we looked at things living from the standpoint at all times. And this morning, we're going to look at and understand that uh, there's a time that uh, it's going to be over. Uh, and when it's over, we ought to give thanks for whatever it is that God brought us to, whatever it is that we have made it through, whatever it is that God is going to do, we, we ought to give thanks uh, when it's over. And so this morning, uh, out of Psalms uh, 66, uh, we're going to read 1 through 12. I'm going to switch gears this morning. I'm not going to read out of the King James Version this morning. I know that'll surprise some of you, uh, but uh, I'm going to read out of the Holman because I want it to be real to you. Uh, And and Homan makes it uh, a little more plainer to you. So let's stand this morning uh, and let's read Psalms uh, 66, uh, 1 through 12. This is the inspired word of God. God. And this word word, is a power power power. to to change lives. You guys sound good today. We're ready to go. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awe-inspiring are your works. Your enemies will cringe before you because of your great strength. All the earth will worship you and sing praise to you. They will sing praise to your name. Come and see the wonders of God. His acts uh, uh, for humanity are awe-inspiring. He turned the sea into dry land and they crossed the river on foot. There we rejoiced in him. He rules forever by his might. He keeps his eye on the nations. The rebellious should not exalt themselves. People, our God, ye peoples, let the sound of his praise be heard. He keeps us alive. He keeps us alive and does not allow our feet to slip. For you, God, tested us. You refined us as silver is refined. You lured us into a trap. You placed burdens on our backs. You let man ride over our heads. We went through the fire and the water, but you brought us out to abundance. When it was all said and done, whether it was the burdens, whether it was the fire, whether it was the water, or whether it was the enemies of the land, when it was all said and done, God brought us to an abundance. Let's pray. Father God, this morning we are thankful for your word. We're thankful that it's holy, that it's inspired, that it's absolute, that it's concrete, that it's authoritative. Father, today I pray, Lord, that you would take this sinner, that you would take this fleshly preacher, and Lord, you would decrease me in such a way, Lord, that you could increase that we would not merely today hear words about you. Lord, all of us have done heard so many words about you, Lord, we've done become comforted in that. But today, Lord, we need to hear words from you. And Lord, today, I pray that if somebody's here that's lost in need of a Savior, that this will be the day they'll be saved. If somebody here is hopeless, I pray today, Lord, that they will find hope. If somebody here is sad, I pray that they can leave here glad. Lord, we just give this service and this word over to you. And it's in your powerful, mighty name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Thanks living. When it's, all, when it's all over. The first thing David speaks of here is he tells us that we need to give God thanks. In those very first few verses, he says for us to make a shout. He's saying how awesome are the works of God. David knew that there was nothing like praising God. There was nothing like worshiping God. As a matter of fact, in Psalms 37 and 4, David says, delight yourself. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. There are people that they know what they want from God, but rather than, than delighting themselves in him, they're afraid that what they want will never come to be. And so they never really get around to delighting themselves in the Lord. Let me tell you something, if your dream is an impossible dream, you need to know this morning that that God deals in the impossible, that God makes ways where there appears to be no ways. As a matter of fact, you and I are created without limit. Think about that. We, We are created without limit. God tells us, he says that all things are possible to them that believe. We are created without limit. He tells us that all things are possible to them that just simply believe, to them that just simply have faith, to those that just simply surrender to a life of faith and not fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. When you look at tomorrow, don't worry and be concerned about what it holds because when you put your faith in fear, you will receive the byproduct of what it brings. You will get ulcers and you will become restless and you will become confused and your life becomes a place of torment, frustration, stress, and strain. Don't fall into fear, but believe in God because when you believe in Him, you get the benefits of what it is that God can bring. He is a God that brings light out of darkness... He is a God that brings order out of chaos. He is a God who can bring hope out of hopelessness. He is a God that can bring joy out of sorrow. He, he brings triumphant out of trials. He brings prosperity out of poverty. He brings health out of infirmity. He can bring son and, and daughter prodigals home out of the far country. I mean, when you trust in God, he takes sorrow and turns it into dancing. He can take your night of sorrow and turn it into a golden day of uh, Of joy and rejoicing. He can take you from being a victim and make you a victor. There is nothing that God cannot do. His works are awesome. And this morning we need to be reminded. When it comes to thanks living, we need to be reminded that that God is an exclamation point. that, 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 That our God is someone that we ought to worship daily. He is someone that we ought to continually praise. He is someone that we ought to be giving thanks in everything. And then David says that we ought to give thanks for those past things. David says that we are going to shout... Let's shout about all that God has done. And he begins to discuss what God has done in the formula for fulfillment. He says, let's talk about all the good things that God has performed in the past. When you get to verse six, he, he, he tells us that he had turned uh, the sea into dry land and they went through the river on foot. There will be rejoicing in him when it's understood that in this one short verse, David covers 500 years of israel's history he's talking about the red sea he's talking about the jordan rivers he's talking about the children of israel was in egypt captivity for over 400 years he's discussing god turning the sea into dry land he is talking about what god did through moses uh, and he's talking about all the things that israel has gone through and so you and I, just like David, we have a past. We, we, we have a, a, a past to reflect upon. There there are times in our life that we need to look back and we need to see that God was on the move, that God was blessing, that God was up to something. I, I mean, when we couldn't make that move or when we came to that dead end, that God was on the move, that he went before us and God has taken care of us. I, I don't know who's sitting here this morning, but if you were just to do a quick TiVo moment, somehow you were able to put your mind. Don't rewind for a moment. You would know that you haven't got to this day all by yourself. You would know that there has been times in your life that God has either carried you or walked beside you or dried those tears in the closet that God has seen you to get on today. Is there anybody here that if you just look back at your past, you know that God has blessed you. You you, you don't need a, a testimony from the Israelites. You know that God has been with you in a personal way. That God has blessed you, that God has seen you through some hospital rooms, God has seen you through some sickness, God has seen you through some financial difficulties, God has seen you through some marital issues, God has seen you through some times that you know that you shouldn't have made it. You know, we, we ought to not be pious Christians here this morning, but we ought to be thankful Christians this morning, and we need to know that we've not got through everything we've got through all because we made the right decision, but we need to know today that God has been with us and what happens here david considers all that god has done and he begins to just simply give god praise for the past he says that hey i'm going to rejoice in him let me ask you can you look at god's goodness not only in your own life but in the life of others and rejoice see sometimes we'll say hey well why does that other person have all these things why don't i have these things why why is all this stuff happening to me Or do you look at God's goodness in the life of others and say, what about me? Why not me? David considers all the good that had been done in the Israelites past. And it causes him to simply shout for joy because he knew something that you need to remember today. He knew that our awesome God, the one true God, the Bible says of him that he never changes. We often talk about how he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That same God that did all the awesome acts in the Bible, whether it was Red Sea experiences whether it was the Jordan River experiences the same God that was with Joshua at Jericho the same God is alive and well today the same God that that caused the sun to initially uh, come up in the morning and go down at night he is the same God today the same God that was back in the Adam and Eve years the same God that was before anything and turned it all into something he is the same God that is on the throne today i can encourage you to take a moment and consider all the marvelous things that God God has done for you in your life and consider all the marvelous things that God has did in the life of others. And when you put your memory on and you can just maybe go back a a few months, maybe a few years, maybe two or three centuries, dig deep as you like, but you just need to consider how God has delivered us, how many times God has made a way, how many times he has conquered our enemy, how many times he has brought life and given water into a dry land, how many times he has fed you when you had nothing to eat how many times that he has walked you into your promised land and you need to know that if he did it all back then that he's going to do it today just as he delivered back then God delivers today just as he parted seas back then God is parting seas today you need to remember just as he was a healer back then God is a healer today we need to understand today we are victorious people and today we are the head and not the tail today we need to understand greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world and all of these promises all these great Bible stories that we read about every week they become reality for you and I because our God never changes if he did it in the past he'll do it today and God is with us at all times and we need to be practicing things living then we need to also understand that we need to praise God for the present look at what he's doing in the present when you look basically at the, these first seven verses or these first nine verses rather this would have been some amen verses because it's easy to praise God for what you know that he's already done but right when you get around 10 he starts talking about some present things this morning i was preaching and i, I mean i mean God just saturated with me with this i mean i mean there was a lady on the front row and she was just kind of crying and, and and she came up after service and was telling me about some things but listen People have some real present-day burdens in their life. There are people here today that that you have some burdens on your back, and David here is talking about that, that that we have burdens. Some of us today, we're walking through some waters, and we're walking through some fires, and we're going through some times that the enemies are, are, seems like they're riding over top of us, and the enemy seems like they're winning. But you need to know whether it's a good time, a bad time, whether it's a time that you're burden-free or a time that you've got a lot of burdens on your back, you still need to practice thanks living, that you still need to live a life that is thankful for all, thankful for everything, because God is with us at all times. This past week, I, I had a friend of mine call me and he, he called me out of the blue and he, he had an aunt that was suffering she was a believer and she was a child of god and and uh he had to watch her suffer and 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 suffering is something that we all go through pain is something sometimes it's very difficult for us and he called me and said pastor i i i got a question for you it's kind of a theological question you never know what somebody's going to ask you sometimes i don't have the answers if i don't have the answers i'll tell you i don't have the answers but he said why would god let such a godly lady suffer and when he asked that question i thought to myself you know the one thing that we need to understand about God is that God's good, whether we think he is or not, and that God's the same, whether we realize it or not. And so what we have to have in those present day moments, we have to have a faith in God that we don't just simply, sometimes when we can't trace that hand of God, we got to trust God's heart and we got to believe God, no matter what's going on in our life. So often we are just praising God and giving thanks just for the good things. But hey, we've got to also give thanks for the difficult times and and the burden times and and the walking through the water times and the walking through the fire times and the time it seems like the enemy or the world or Satan is winning victory. We've got to praise God and thank God in the present moment. My wife, she writes most of my sermons for me. And... um, And last week, we, 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 we kind of got into a little theological talk, and I, I'm, I'm going to run this one of these days. I, I'm, I'm, I've never heard a preacher run this, but one of these days, I'm going to run this, uh, and it really came from her. I'm, I'm going to give her credit for it, copyright it, whatever. Uh, I'll, make, I'll make sure it happens. But oftentimes, when we preach about Job in those first chapter one and chapter two, we, we generally beat on Job's wife. I mean, we beat her to death. You know, you, you know we, we know that Job, throughout the book of Job, he, he's making uh, statements like, though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. He's saying, naked I come in the world, and naked I'm going to leave. And his wife is very interesting, and she's easy to pick on there in those first couple chapters because she's saying things like, look, boy, you need to cuss God and die. You need to cuss God and die. But Job tells us, hey, how can we not praise God during the difficult times and not, I mean, praise him during the good times as well as the difficult times. And so Job's wife there makes a couple statements that's, that's very interesting, but here's, here's the theological point, that in the end, and we don't know about much, we know about Job's three friends, but here's the deal. His wife made a couple statements in her pain and in her suffering that really shouldn't have been made. But when you get to the back of the chapter, here's what I want you to get here. This is big. It's coming to get you right here. You probably ain't never heard this before, but the wife stays with Job. And so in the end, even though they went through all that they went through, even though she said some things she shouldn't have said, she probably did some things she shouldn't have done. In the back of the chapter, when he begins to receive again, and God begins to bless him again, Job's wife, they didn't get divorced. I mean, they might have fought, but they didn't get divorced. They stayed together. So in the end of the book, Job's wife is still there by his side to reap what it is that God's blessed them with. Isn't that a good sermon? Just give that credit for my wife, okay? That—that that has. Something. I just thought, man, that'd be like at a woman's conference or something, man. I mean, that's, that's good stuff right there because I ain't never heard a preacher hunt with the wife because we just generally take a sledgehammer to her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you mess with Joe, man. You don't do that, woman. You're underneath him. I mean, you need to keep your mouth shut. See all the crazy things you said? You need to do that. But listen, through the fire, through the flood, through the pain... And through all that she was going with through, she was still there in the end. And I want to tell you this today. If you don't hear anything else, I want to tell you this. You're still here. You may have gone through some things. You may have been in the difficult moments of life. You you may have suffered, but you need to understand that you're still here. We know that the Apostle Paul tells us that the suffering of this present world it says the suffering, Paul, Paul says the suffering of the present world is not worthy to be compared with what's going to be revealed in glory. So all I'm trying to tell you is we got a good God as we look at our yesterday, but we also got a good God that we need to give thanks for in our today. And even when those burdens are on our back, even when we're going through pain, even when we're going through suffering, We maybe get to that message about seven or eight weeks ago we talked about sometimes you got to hang on. Sometimes you just got to just keep walking through it. Sometimes you got to show up when you don't feel like showing up. Sometimes you got to praise God when you don't feel like praising God. Because I because I know even as a preacher, you can come to church sometimes. You can sit here, but you really ain't at church. You're really somewhere else. I know there are times that everybody else around you may be praising God, but you ain't really praising God. But listen, it's in those times that you got to show up because if you show up, it won't be you showing up. It'll be God showing up through you. And all of a sudden, when you didn't think you had anything to show up for, all of a sudden it will be the biggest revelation it'll be the biggest worship eruption that you'll ever have when it's not you but it's all God you see when you get to the end of yourself that's when you get to the beginning of God and you know what sometimes darkness difficulties burdens hard times those things I mean none of us like those things But you know what, if you'll learn to handle those things, and David's given us a formula here, he's given a a prescription here of how to handle those things. If you will learn, if you will learn in those times that God is still worthy to be praised, he's still worthy to wake up in the morning and just say, thank you, God, for being who you are. God, I don't have a clue what you're doing in my life. God, I don't know why this is happening to me, but God, I know you're good. I know you never change. I know you're steadfast. I know your mercies are new every morning. God, I'm just going to give you some thankfulness. And you know what? You'll get God's attention and God will all of a sudden, he'll start moving on your behalf and God will step in on your behalf. The one thing I've noticed about God is is if you will just keep walking when you don't feel like walking, I mean, all of a sudden you'll realize that God will bless you and he will meet you and God will do some things that you will never, ever imagine. What it's saying here is that we're going to be refined because it's during those moments that we get refined, during those testings, we get refined. During those times, whether they're physical, the world today is getting busier every day, but God says, "Be uh, redeem uh, the Sabbath uh, and keep it holy. We know today that emotionally the world and our life seem to be getting heavier. Greater are the burdens today, yet the Bible tells us that when you see these signs, lift up your head and rejoice because your redemption draweth nigh financially today the world gets tighter and economically the world gets tougher every day yet the bible says to bring all the tithe into storehouse and see if he won't open the windows of heaven and pour out his blessings upon you blessings that you cannot contain it is god who controls all the things in our life it is god that taps us on the shoulder and wakes us up in the morning So we need to be thankful for the Lord just in general. We need to thank him for all that he's done in the past, thank him for what he's doing in the present. And just let me get to this cornerstone of this text. And let me just be here for about 120 seconds. 180 seconds. 240. It says in verse 12, after he walks through the fire after he walks through the water after his enemies ride over him it says the lord brought us out to an abundance we went through the fire we went through the water but you have brought us into a rich fulfillment lord we saw the economy But the economy eventually subsided and we made it through. Lord, we saw all the pain and the suffering, but it eventually subsided and God, we made it through. It's over. And Lord, we want to to thank you. You see, if you get into the habit of thinks living, you won't necessarily have to wait till it's over, but you'll thank God at the beginning, you'll thank God in the middle, and you'll thank God at the end. Because you will realize that no matter what's taking place in life, you just got to keep on walking, you got to keep on believing, you got to keep on trusting, you got to keep the faith, and we got to realize that though we may be in a storm, God is still a God of peace, that we got to realize that though we may be crushed, we are never defeated. Though we may be persecuted, we are never forsaken. Though we may be struck down, we can never be destroyed because if we will just keep thanking God for all that God is and all that God is doing and all that God already did in the past we will realize very quickly that our God is a God that his will for us is to give him thanks in everything And I know today that that seems difficult and that seems very hard, and sometimes people have a hard time practicing an attitude of gratitude. But I want you to know today, as we look around our world today, I I can't imagine what it would be like to be some of those hostages that are being released uh, over there in the Middle East, or I can't imagine what it would have been like to have been captured in the first place. But today, we need to understand that God loves you and that God cares for you. And all I'm trying to say over these last two and a half weeks is that you and I...